Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. to talk about one of my favorite topics. And if you listen to this podcast, you might not even know what that's in reference to. You might think data or behavior because Sasha loves talking about both of those things. That's true. I guess I just have a lot of favorite topics. Well, one of my favorite topics is schedules. And I just can't stop talking about schedules. And if you're like, oh my gosh, another blog post or Instagram picture or podcast episode about schedules, we get it. Schedules are important. But I just can't help myself. I can't stop talking about schedules because they are so important and they make such a big difference on our lives and our kids' lives. And I still see that schedules are often underutilized, forgotten about, or just not used. And it's frustrating because this is such an essential component of everyone's day, and I'll talk about that in a minute that I really want to make sure that every teacher, every parent, every clinician is using schedules as much as they can and in the way that's appropriate for each student. Because there's really, in special ed, no one size fits all. So as we're thinking about back to school, whatever that looks like, we want schedules to be top of mind. What that looks like, how this tool will help our kids navigate this process. And I keep saying this about this back to school season, but this back to school season 
is different. And relying on these strategies and tools is going to be more important than ever because our kids may need a lot more support than they have in past back to school years. Because this year was very different. Last year was very different. And I think for us, we're going to need more tools and support as well. So we want to be ready to supply our kids with the support that they need during this time. And schedules is number one on my list. So I have three main reasons why schedules are so important. One, schedules are functional. Two, schedules increase independence. And three, schedules decrease negative behaviors. I mean, if number three doesn't sell you right there, I don't know what will. So let's talk about number one. Schedules are functional. You and I use schedules every day, whether it's a schedule that you make for yourself, like your calendar and your phone or your Google Classroom or your Google Calendar, whether it's a checklist or a to-do list, or it's schedules that are given to us. You look at your kid's camp schedule. You look at the soccer practice schedule. You look at the TV schedule. I mean, think about that. We all know when our favorite shows are on, or at least when they're going to record so we can watch them the next day. We use schedules all the time. Every invitation we get, every um, you know text or email we get from someone trying to meet up, those are part of our schedule. And how we organize all of that is how we stay in control of our lives and how we show up where we need to be at that time. If you could not follow a schedule, you would not have a job because you would not be at your job when you needed to be there. Schedules are essential for a job skill and for having friends. I mean, think about that. If your friend invites you to a party or invites you to meet you up for coffee or a play date and you just don't show time after time, Do you think you're getting invited to things anymore? No, probably not. So both academically and socially, this is really, really important for our kids. The second reason schedules are so important is that schedules increase independence. I love schedules because kids can use schedules without us. I tell paraprofessionals and teachers all the time when it comes to prompt fading and increasing independence, your job is to lose your job. And at first, if people haven't heard that before, it kind of freaks them out. They're like, I don't want to lose my job. You won't lose your job, but you should approach every interaction with your students by how can I get myself out of this? How can I make it so they don't need me right in this situation anymore? Don't worry, they'll need you in new situations, but you wanna lose your job from each little situation. If you are not guaranteeing that you will follow around this student for the rest of his life, and tell him to flush the toilet after he goes to the bathroom, then you better be teaching him how to flush the toilet on his own. None of us are guaranteeing that. Even parents are like, no, I want them to do that by themselves. So our jobs are to lose our jobs. Well, schedules help us get there. Schedules are a way for us to remove ourselves from the situation instead of our kids looking to us for what's going to happen next, we want them to look for the schedule. So instead of following Johnny around all day and saying, okay, Johnny, now we're going to centers, now we're going to lunch, now we're going to the bathroom, now we're doing this. Instead, Johnny could look towards a schedule to tell him how to do that. So he doesn't need an adult there, ideally, to know where to go next and know what to do next. And instead of asking, hey, what should I do now? There's that schedule there that tells them what to do next. 
So that's a great tool for prompt fading, for decreasing, you know, prompt dependence. For kids that are constantly looking to the adult, well, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You really want to teach them, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, how to use that schedule to figure it out for themselves. This is an essential problem-solving skill. And now problem-solving is something I love talking about because The skill of solving a problem is not something you can memorize. You cannot create flashcards for it. You cannot think of every problem your child's going to come across and plan for it. But you can give them the tools and teach them the skills for how to approach a problem. Well, not knowing what to do next is a problem. And it's a problem that we can teach them how to solve by using schedules. Go to your schedule, figure out what's happening. You and I do this all the time. When you want to plan your spring break trip with your family, you don't call your principal up and say, when's spring break? I need to know when I need to plan my vacation. No, we problem solve. We go on our district's website. We look up the spring break dates. We look on our calendar. We ask a friend. We problem solve to figure it out. So schedules can really help our kids be more independent within the classroom and then within other parts of their lives as well, which is huge. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Number three is schedules help decrease negative behaviors. I think this is my favorite one. So a lot of negative behaviors come out of a lack of understanding or an inability to communicate someone's wants and needs. Remember, all behavior, including negative behavior, is communication. And when we look at a lot of negative behaviors that happen, some of them can be related back to not knowing what's happening, not knowing when my reinforcer is coming, not knowing when my break is coming, and that inability to comprehend or communicate that. Well, schedules help lay it all out there. We're going to tell our kids in a way they understand exactly what they need to do in the order they need to do it. They're going to know when breaks are coming, when preferred activities are coming, when unpreferred activities are coming. Do you like surprises? I don't. And I know a lot of people don't. Surprises make people uncomfortable and nervous and anxious. So if that happens for me and you, if surprises and the unknown make us uncomfortable and anxious, 
Imagine what that does for our kids who maybe have low receptive language and struggle with transitions and struggle with things that are new. That must be even harder for them. Imagine you showed up at your first day back at school, start of the year PD, and your principal calls everyone to the auditorium for an all staff meeting. And when you get there, there's no agenda. There's no discussion of when the meeting's over. There's no implication of when lunch will be, when breaks will be, if you'll be there all day or part of the day. Just no discussion about it. No verbal schedule, no written schedule, nothing. Your principal just starts talking and you don't know when it's going to end. I mean, are you like dying inside just hearing about this? Because I am. Would that be a fun meeting to sit in? No, you're probably like, when's lunch? When can I leave? Can I get in my classroom? What is this going to be about? Does this pertain to me? Probably not. Now compare that with a meeting where you walk into the auditorium and your principal hands you an agenda and says from eight to nine, I'm doing an overall discussion of our goals for the year. From nine to 10, you're going to get in grade level meetings. From 10 to noon, you can work in your classroom. Lunch is at noon and one to three is back in your classroom. Which day would you prefer? The agenda day, right? And not because you know you're having time in your classroom. In that day with no agenda, it might follow the same routine. That might be what the schedule is, but not being told about it provokes anxiety and it provokes off-task behaviors. Because if you don't know when reinforcement is coming, if you don't know that that break, that lunchtime, that getting in your classroom, that sometimes the escape, the, re- the reinforcement is escape, right? Leaving, being done with whatever you're doing. If you don't know when that's coming, that's gonna be a struggle and you might have to seek reinforcement in other areas. So you're gonna pull out your computer and you're gonna go on your email and you're gonna go on Facebook and you're gonna go on your phone and scroll Instagram because you're, you don't know when reinforcement is, so you're gonna find your own sources of reinforcement. So think about that the same for our students and think about their receptive language challenges. A lot of our kids struggle with receptive language processing. And that means that they do not understand verbal language as quickly or as fluently as we are giving them verbal language. So it's not that there's a hearing loss. It's a processing issue. Something happens between the ears and the brain. And all the verbal language that they're receiving, they just aren't able to comprehend yet or as quickly as we're giving it to them. And sometimes we talk fast. I mean, you probably, if you listen to this podcast, you know I talk very quickly. And we give a lot of directions and prompts and rules quickly. We're like, hey, good morning. Turn in your homework. Sit down. Pick your lunch choice. Open to page 16. And our poor kids are just lost. They're like, okay, come in and turn in my homework. Come in and turn in my homework. Come in and turn in my homework. They turn in their homework and then they're looking around and they're like, I don't know what to do next. Because while we were on step four, they were still processing step one. And then when you don't know what to do next, I turned in my homework. Well, I don't know what to do. Well, I'm going to go to the play area or I'm going to go find an iPad. And then they get in trouble. So things might look like negative behaviors, but it really is manifesting out of that lack of understanding and that inability to process all of that verbal language so quickly. Well, schedules help help that process. And they're going to be that support tool to help our kids understand the expectations, what's coming next, when transitions are, when reinforcement is coming, all of that. 
So not only is it going to give that support for those receptive language challenges, you know, when we're giving those laundry lists, we're saying all the things we're doing. Now we have a schedule that provides some visual cue, whether that's pictures or text or whatever, to support all that verbal language. And then as our student has a way to now understand what's happening, they can now see when there are breaks, when there are transitions, if there is something new. All of those unknowns are now gone. We know what's happening. Even if you don't like everything on the schedule, knowing it's coming is better. That surprise of like, hey, woohoo, math test. No one's excited about that. So schedules can really help decrease negative behaviors that are around transitions, that are around that low receptive language processing, that are around not knowing when reinforcement is coming. Something as simple as a schedule can really, really help that. Okay, so we said schedules are functional, schedules increase independence, and schedules decrease negative behaviors. But let's back up for a minute. What should schedules look like? If you've been listening to this whole episode so far, picturing a picture schedule with laminated movable pieces that are velcroed on a wall, and you're thinking, is Sasha saying that every kid needs that type of schedule? No, that is absolutely not what I mean. Sometimes when we hear schedules and special ed or autism in the same sentence, we think of those picture movable piece schedules. But that is not the only type of schedule. And that is not the only type of schedule that your kids need. There are a lot of different types of schedules. I actually think about schedules on a continuum with the least restrictive, most generalizable schedules on one end, meaning these schedules can be used in all kinds of settings. They're easy to replicate. They're easy to make. That's one end of the continuum. That's the goal. The other end of the continuum is the most restrictive and the least generalizable schedules. So ones that are harder to recreate, schedules that are specific for a certain setting. So these schedules provide more support, which is great, but we want to be moving towards different types of schedules. This is a really common misconception I see, is that people think we need a picture schedule or nothing, but there is so much in between that, and nothing should not be the goal. Our goal is not to eliminate schedules. Let me say that again. Our goal is not to eliminate schedules. Because as we said in number one, schedules are functional. We get schedules at our work. Our gen ed peers get schedules. We get schedules for our social events. We create our own schedules. There's like a multi-million dollar planner and scheduling and organization tool industry. I made up if it's multi-million, but it probably is. People buy these to create their own schedules. So our goal is not to eliminate schedules. Our goal is to move towards a schedule type that is more generalizable, so can work in more settings. You can use your planner for everything, right? You can use your planner for your work, your work appointments, your personal appointments, your social activities, your family activities. It's not just for one thing. You can use your Google Calendar for everything. Those are the types of schedules we want to move towards with our kids, So the goal is not to have everyone on a picture schedule, and the goal is not to get rid of that picture schedule and just have nothing. The goal is to differentiate and ensure that each student has a schedule that meets their needs. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If your student is a reader... It has a really strong sight word vocabulary, has really strong reading comprehension skills, then they do not need pictures. Their schedule can be text. If your student has a really strong grasp on their movable piece visual schedule and they've used that for years and years and years, then get rid of the movable pieces and put all the pictures on one page and have them cross it off with a dry erase marker. Take steps to move towards schedule types that are less restrictive. They're providing less support, so the student's more independent, but the beauty is you can use those schedules in more settings. In our membership, we go through a training video that goes through each and every schedule type on that continuum because there's a lot. Like we start at that most restrictive schedule type and go to the least. And I go through every little example in between and what that can look like and all the little steps you can take to make a schedule less restrictive and hence more generalizable. So it can be used in more settings. And it's one of my favorite videos in the membership because I fit, I show all the schedule examples, but I think it really opens up people's eyes to all the schedule types and why we need to have an individual schedule for all of our kids because it increases independence, because it decreases negative behaviors, because it's functional and an essential job and life skill. So if we can get on board with all of that, and create schedules that are individualized for our students, our kids are going to have a lot of success. Now, my last little soapbox moment on schedules. Schedules are a tool, and tools need to be taught. We cannot just hand a schedule to a child and say, oh, you have autism. You must know how to use this. Here's your visual schedule. Goodbye, good day, good luck. Yeah, right. We have to teach our kids how to use these tools. If someone handed me a power saw and said, go ahead and here's some wood, make a bird, you know, a bird house. Yeah, right. I would like cut off my arm. It would be a hot mess. It would be not good. I would need some very intense YouTube tutorials or likely a one-on-one teacher to teach me how to use a power saw to make a bird house. We need to teach our kids how to use this tool. 
We teach new skills through repetition and reinforcement. So we're giving our kids lots of opportunities to use the schedule. We're modeling. We're talking through it. We're using the schedule ourselves. Every time they transition, we bring them back to the schedule and show them. And then we fade our prompts. And we provide lots and lots of reinforcement, so something awesome, when they follow their schedule independently or with less prompting. That's how we teach that skill. And if you've ever been burned by a schedule, if you've like made schedules and it didn't work and you're like, eh, I don't know if this was right, it might have been an issue of not providing enough instruction. When people tell me like, oh, they're not into the schedule, it's not working, my next question is like, how did you teach it? Because I want to know if you went through all of those steps to really teach that schedule. So remember that when you're setting up schedules for this year. So let's take this big picture. So whatever level your kids are at, whatever setting they're at, whatever school looks like or might look like this year, you want to have some type of schedule. I talked about this even with distance learning in the spring. Within distance learning, for ourselves and for our kids, we need schedules. We need routine. We need to know what's coming next. There is so much power in that. So as you are starting to prep for this school year, spend a lot of time thinking about schedules and what schedules will be appropriate for your kids and what schedules will provide them with enough support to be successful in the start of the year. And they might need more support than they needed when they left you. They might need a visual schedule for a little bit and then you move to a written schedule. They might need to go back to the movable piece schedule because that provides that extra support in that challenging first few days or weeks of school that they need. So be cognizant of that and plan for it. Don't leave this to the last minute. Have this be one of the first things that you're considering as you're setting back up your classroom to go back to school. Did you know that two out of three teachers turn to Teachers Pay Teachers for educational resources? As a seller on TPT, this makes me so excited. I love seeing educators turn to other educators for support in their classrooms. There are so many great resources on Teachers Pay Teachers. And this could be made even better if we could involve school budgets in this process. Enter TPT for Schools. TPT for Schools makes it easy for administrators and teachers to collaborate when making curricular decisions. TPT helps you set up a way of using school funds for these resources. This is a new program and there's already over 5,000 schools registered. In the special ed world, this is even more important because we don't have that many resources and the resources that are provided for us might not be so appropriate for our class. To learn more about TPT for Schools, visit schools.teacherspayteachers.com. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum, everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.